Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can't do whatever it is you're doing here. You need to leave. I told you, no twerking during takeoff. Mm, that's a classic line. I can't believe there's a universe where I wouldn't know that my dad had a water buffalo named Gary Hoffman. Yeah, I thought my mom had a friend named Shannon Farron. What a great name. I feel like this is my new favorite show. Gary and Shannon. You say that about every show. <laughs> this is fun. I am having fun. President Joe Biden making the news this morning. He has announced his long-awaited plan to deliver on his campaign promise to provide $10,000 in student debt cancellation for millions of Americans, up to 10000 more for those with the greatest financial need. He announced that borrowers who earn less than 125000 a year or families earning less than 250000 would be eligible for this. For recipients of Pell Grants, which are reserved for undergraduates with the most significant financial need, federal government would cancel up to an additional 10000 in federal loan debt. It's nice. I, I am fortunate enough that I graduated school without any debt. My parents helped me a lot. I worked through college. I also chose a school where I knew I wasn't going to go into debt. There's an interesting thing that he also said about that. and I'll, I'll let you continue, but I, he wants to point out, at least the president did, on the campaign trail. We'll see how this plays out specifically. My understanding is this is only for public universities. That if okay. you thought private universe, I, univer- I okay. think I, I will make sure as we get some more of the information that comes out. But but and that's a great point. You knew going into it that the California State University school that you chose was not going to bankrupt you. It was not going to cause you to go into. I didn't want to graduate with the burden of that much debt going into the world and not knowing if you were going to have a job and just that nagging feeling that you feel when you're in debt. Here's here's an aspect of it that I don't understand, though, is if you're going to forgive the debt, um, which I, I there's a part of me that believes that there is a moral obligation to relieve some of the debt that people have have uh, yes, been in, been saddled with or put on themselves, depending on how you argue it. In many cases, but across the board, it just seems to be a little bit spendy well, for political gain. Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, was on a phone call with the president last night and talked about this. And he wants to see more than just the $10,000. He wants to see a lot of it or all Completely of it Completely gone. Out. Yeah, I, I've heard that argument and that school of thought. I've also heard the argument of why not just pausing the debt for an extended period of time Which, until the economy recovers, just pausing it. But we've and we've done that. Yeah. I mean, you haven't had to pay a federal uh, federal student loan right. since the beginning of the pandemic and, and likely won't until the end of this year. Because this way, it's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to boost inflation, which is already a problem. The deficit uh, deficit's going to go up and you're going to look at tax hikes, probably. I um. I feel like the pressure around this for the for the president to do this, the pressure is a weird pressure because it is not just addressing some of the issues that come into um, racial disparity as just as, as an example of one of the things that this 
uh, student loan debt shines a light on. There has to be some education aspect to this as well, because this doesn't do away with federal student loans. It doesn't do away with that industry of very high interest rate student loans. There's got to be an education aspect of this where you tell kids in high school and their families this is a dangerous road to go down. Right. I mean, a few days ago, we were talking about how um, one of the federal health agencies came out and said that the legalization of marijuana brought with it this sort of tacit endorsement of marijuana as a healthy thing. Federal student loans are not healthy in general. You you are going to be saddled with debt. They're debt. They, they are things you have to pay back. And people are not being told that truth up front. They're not being given the actual details of you borrow money now, this is how much it's going to cost you in the end. And if you don't have a job that's going to help pay off that debt in a reasonable amount of time, you're screwed. You are absolutely screwed. It sends a message that there may be a faulty parachute for you. Yeah, and that's a that's a bad that's a bad thing with any economic um education that comes in high school, whether it's personal education, whatever. I mean, personal finances, this has got to be one of those things where they explain very clearly taking out a $100,000 loan to go to, uh, I don't know, Syracuse University to get your degree in left-handed art is probably not a great thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the uh, congresswoman out of Georgia, swatted early this morning. Remember when they call the fake 911 call that say that there's gunshots at someone's house? She wrote on Twitter, last night I was swatted just after 1 a.m. I can't express enough gratitude to local law enforcement in Rome, Georgia, Floyd County. Bless you. More details to come. According to the police in Rome, Georgia, the suspect was speaking through a computer-generated voice and called back and said that they were upset about Marjorie Taylor Greene's political view on transgender youth rights. Something sounds fishy about that whole story. Home prices declined 0.77% from June to July. That's the first monthly fall in almost three years. And uh, according to a, according to that Black Knight mortgage software firm, it is the largest single-month decline in prices in 11 years. And it was the second worst July performance dating back to the early 90s. So... Interesting time for home sellers and buyers. Democrats showed some early momentum here as we move into midterm time. Established Democrats flexing their muscles against progressives in New York's congressional primary elections. There was some uh, redistricting, excuse me, that went on there that pitted Democrats against fellow Democrats. And there were a lot of the progressive Democrats that were trying to unseat the moderates. But the moderates held their own a sign that the national enthusiasm from the far left wing of the potty uh, potty (laughs) (laughs) party does not always translate into electoral victories that yes it's all sexy and fun to be super progressive but it doesn't work at the polls um one of those redistrict er, redistrict 
contested areas that was up for election yesterday. It was the 12th congressional district. Did somebody district. put something in our coffee? Something like that. Have we been roofied? <laughs> Are we like Paul Pelosi at a traffic stop? Oh, really sleepy. Yeah, I drove my Porsche to work today. Uh, Jerry Nadler had to take on Carolyn Maloney, both of them sitting members of Congress because of this redistricting. Now, this is one of the most unfortunate aspects of politics today that I don't know if I'm more aware of it than I was 20, 25 years ago, but there's always an excuse for you losing. And it's not because people didn't like you or choose you or whatever. There's got to be something about you, some some immutable characteristic that that they hated you for. In this case, Carolyn Maloney tells her um, tells her boosters last night after she was losing. I'm really sad that we no longer have a woman representing Manhattan in Congress. In Congress, it is that when a woman it is that when women are at the table, great decisions get made. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. She went on to talk about people like Shirley Chisholm and Geraldine Ferraro who have represented New York in in Congress. And she said that they fought sexist systems and misogyny that continues today, as we know from my own campaign. She's accusing Jerry Nadler also a Democrat, of misogyny and sexism, and that's the reason that she lost. Can't it just be you weren't the best candidate? I don't know why you have to make it about being a woman. To me, that sets you back. All of us. Yes, that's the other part about it. You don't get to you don't get to say, I am woman, hear me roar. And then when you get out there and you're a member of Congress and you're fighting for your seat, you lose. You go, but it's because I'm a woman. That's not why. You just you weren't a great candidate. That's sorry. I, I, no, it's I'm okay. Not, and I'm not the one who can uh, talk about it. Next time, I'll make the point. <laughs> just, maybe we'll write it out. So Yeah, next time, so I'll those, take that those line. Those are your lines. Yeah, I'll take that line. Uh, Democrats <laughs> and Republicans alike, wasting little time basking in their afterglow. Ron DeSantis, Marco Rubio will be out on the campaign trail today to rail against Democrats. The woke... Did you hear that DeSantis uh, speech about Ooh. we have to fight against the woke? And he, he repeated the woke about 75 times. Um, President Joe Biden, two Democratic nominees for U.S. Senate and Governor Val Demings and Charlie Crist uh, will be out in a, in a full force today as well in rallies. That choice of Charlie Crist over Kelly Freed, I think, is interesting because Charlie Crist, former Republican governor yeah. of the state who switched parties, currently represents Florida in Congress as a Democrat. That is a weak position, I think, to come at a guy like Ron DeSantis. That is a very weak position because he's trying to, Charlie Crist is, trying to convince Democrats and other Republicans in Florida that he is the better choice for the two. I don't know how you convince a Republican in Florida after you've changed parties to become a Democrat to turn around and vote for you. I that He's got an uphill climb for that. Is he just... Relying on being a more establishment Republican, which is not in vogue in the post-Trump era. You mean like a more moderate Republican? Yeah. Probably. Which, and we've we've advocated for that for politicians to be truth uh, to be true, perhaps to their center, to be true to their moderate ideals, and not play to the edges of the parties, because that only can you know uh, draws. Sorry, that only furthers the division. Right. But. 
So it will be interesting, as uh, this is the third time that Charlie Crist would be running for governor. He was initially uh, elected as a Republican back in 2006. He was the Democratic nominee for governor in 2014 before he lost to Rick Scott, who is now a senator from the state of Florida. Uh, He also had an independent Senate run to Republican Marco Rubio. So Charlie Crist is one of those guys who he'll play whatever tune you want. I mean, that guy is is uh, is nothing but uh, requests when it comes to political stance. It sounds like it's time for what you watch a Wednesday. The following program is brought to you in living color. What you watching in there? Americans love television. They wean their kids on it. USA television much better. You've been watching too many of those live television shows. So we had talked about it because people have told us about Nathan Fielder's new show. Nathan, for you, is where you know him from. He would trick people into acting a fool and uh, really, really got close to the edge when it comes to things that you are now canceled for. So he had to kind of take his (laughs) shtick and reconfigure it. And that is what he did with his new show on HBO Max called The Rehearsal. And... When this was first described to us by Jason Nathanson, our entertainment reporter, he said, I can't get over the amount of production that went into this, how far they went, the lengths they went to make this work when it comes to people getting ready for big life moments. Rehearsing it, whatever their big their big moment is going to be. The fact that they've taken where this big moment's going to be and copied everything into a set is incredible. The first the first episode alone is a guy who's going to confess to a longtime friend that he doesn't have a master's degree. Like they are um bar trivia friends. They, they Right. And when they, they were first starting out, he said he had a master's or whatever, right. and he didn't realize these were going to be his friends for years. And now he's like, I want to tell them the truth, but I feel like I've been lying to them for 3 years. So they they find Somehow, I don't even, I can't even imagine how you were able to, how Nathan was able to find a person willing to do this. But they find the guy who's willing to do this and to rehearse it and to rehearse it in a space that looks exactly like the bar where he's going to invite this woman to explain to her. The tables, the chairs, the the decals on the walls. The beer service. The beer I, service. I, the Every single thing is an exact replica of the bar that he goes to in Milwaukee or whatever to play Tuesday Night Trivia. It's unbelievable. It's, and then one episode... Remember the books in the bookcase? Yeah. They were the same books. I mean, we're talking a couple hundred books in the same places in the same shelf. I mean, the attention to detail is insanity. And not only is it the guy rehearsing for his truth telling to this woman, it's Nathan pretending to rehearse with the guy, with hiring an actor. Right. To play the, it's the weirdest, driest comedy and he he does it so well, yes. Um, because he's not cracking a smile at times that are so uncomfortable. At one point, there is a woman who's thinking about having a kid, and so <laughs> she they ask her, "Well, where do you want to have this kid?" And she's like, "Well, I don't see myself in the city. I see myself in the country." So they rent out a country home in Oregon, and. They use child actors to go through all 18 years of her maybe kid that she's going to have to see if she likes it, if she's a good parent. And they use child actors 
And they they go and they get the kid because child actors have rules of how many hours they can work. So like this kid is playing like he's her son. And then in the he the, go, the, he'll he'll go goes into to the his bedroom, bedroom <laughs> and the producers come in through the, the window, remove this kid because he's worked his amount of hours and replace him with, with another kid. kid. And they, they they have to call him Adam. All the kids are named Adam in yeah. all of this. So it's the it is so and I, I knew when my when my daughter came and she wanted to watch it on Monday night, I was like, I, your mom is not going to want to watch this. She does not like shows that make her uncomfortable or, or we see people yeah. in uncomfortable situations. That's why it was hard for her to watch The Office yeah. or um, um, The Impractical Jokers, if you've ever seen yeah. that show. It, it's, it's uncomfortable. Right. But this one was just... It's it's well, hilarious. It's also voyeurism um, because oh, yeah. the woman who's thinking about having the kid is cuckoo pants, cuckoo. The Halloween scene. Oh my gosh! And he's like, uh, I looked it up on Google, and it said that Halloween started like as Celtic tradition. And she's like, Yeah, but d- did you search for Halloween satanic origins? <laughs> Victor said that's the only time he saw him break character, Nathan, when he's dressed as Batman and she pulls that on him. Yeah. Because, I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't make it up. There's no way he could forecast that that was going to happen. Totally. Uh, But anyway, that rehearsal is getting a second season. Um, The executive VP of HBO programming said he has sparked a lively conversation with this show. We have no idea where season two is going to take us. And that is the delight of this boundary pushing show from a truly singular talent. So Nathan Fielder is a is an odd, odd duck. But it's fun to watch. It is great. There is a new true crime story on Netflix. Just watch the trailer. It's called Sins of Our Mother. And it details the case of Lori Vallow. We've covered this on our show, but the trailer reveals so much more. It talks about her descent from a loving mother to a murderous member of a doomsday cult. It's a three-part series, and it includes insight from the people closest to her, including her only surviving child, Colby. Remember, her story involves the disappearance and deaths of her youngest kids, Tyler and JJ. She was just apparently your average doting mother to three kids, and then she met Chad Daybell, her fifth husband, and... She descended into this mania of the doomsday believers. There's footage from her in some sort of beauty pageant in the trailer where she talks about, I want to be a good mom and I want to be a good wife. And and I don't and it's hard to do all of all of it. And I'm just a ticking time bomb. And you're like, oh, man, you remember when she uh, when we first started talking about the story. And I I would if I remember correctly, it was while the kids were still missing. Um. Yes. Somebody here, I mean, in Southern California who listens. Oh, that's right. Said she went to high school here and sent us her high school yearbook photo. Yeah. And both of us were like, damn, she's a good looking lady. She's very pretty. Um, that's That was part of the problem is because she she had her crimes catch up to her in the end. But while they were happening in real time, here's this beautiful woman who who would think that she would be the murderer. Right. Uh, the show, Sins of Our Mother, comes out on Netflix on September 14th. Uh, NBC has been airing some version of Law & Order since 1990. Wow. Can you imagine? 32 years. Now, 
granted, it's, you know, Law & Order SVU and Law & Order New Orleans. I don't even know which ones they Great are. Great shows. Law & Order Organized Crime. They are talking about a three-way crossover now. Uh, Dick Wolf, the creator of the longtime franchise, says the three casts from the series will join forces in a special event coming up Thursday, September 22nd for a three-hour show on NBC oh, to help I'll kick watch off their that. fall season. I will watch that. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know enough about all of those people. to. I don't know either, but I love I, – I mean, I, I'm, I'm an SVU person or a, just the, the true law and order. Um, Netflix is also out with a new show called Lou uh, with Allison Janney in it. Oh, yeah. What's that about? So my – listen, if I were to just look at it basic uh, from 10,000 feet, it looks like this is her Jennifer Garner show uh, where Jennifer Garner played a badass mom. Um, Are you thinking about Jennifer Lopez? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the – that's why it was a weird thing is that you think that Jennifer Garner's not the kind of person that does I an don't. action movie. I don't. Um, how about Peppermint? That was the name of the movie from 2018. Never saw it. Uh, unidentified woman engages in a brutal fight with a man in a car. Um, five years later, that uh, that same wo- woman working as a banker in uh, L.A. It, it's a it's a. I wouldn't say it's a John Wick version, but but it's a badass woman who who takes it out on bad guys, played by Jennifer Garner. This sounds like it's the same kind of vehicle, obviously different story plot. But Allison Janney has always been a fantastic actress. She's great. Um, uh, Love her in everything. They describe this one as a secret ass kicker with a sordid, submerged past. Ooh, I like a sordid, submerged past. A character that movies like John Wick and Nobody have made into a screen staple over the past decades. So uh, absolutely very – that will be – Lou is the name of the movie – will debut on Netflix on September 23rd. Something to look forward to. Oh, and don't forget our trailers. We got three trailers up on the website. If you go to KFIAM640.com and use the keyword Gary and Shannon, we got three trailers for you to check out. If you think The Bachelorette is ridiculous, uh, watch this week's episode because one of the dads during the hometown visits calls the whole thing out. He's like, this is stupid. You don't even know him. How much time have you really spent with my son? Just tell me about him. I want to see if you even know him. <laughs> it was great. It was terrible. It was so good. <laughs> but like, I, we're all thinking it. Like, how how much time have you even spent with this guy? I and but the sad thing is Rachel still likes this dude. I know. And like the, desperate like oh, And you. and how about none of Gabby's guys wanting to get married? Oh my god, Gabby. <laughs> Who talks like Tessa? I wouldn't want to marry her either. You know, she doesn't seem like she's ready for marriage. No, but you know who she talks like? Have you figured it out yet? No, tell it me. It took me like this whole season. She talks like Tess McGill from Working Girl. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that is going to bother me. It bothers me every time. I'm sick of both of it them. It bothers me how she yeah. goes, yeah. 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 You can do yeah. a drinking game on that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I have breaking news. Oh. More blonde senator news. Okay. Kirsten Gillibrand out of New York. Okay. There you go. So two Kirstens. You've really got your finger on the pulse of women. That sounds weird. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog. Insomnia. Moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.